0: the cga tour a podcast unlike any other now your host calvin alexander welcome back to the latest episode of the cga tour podcast i'm your host calvin glenn alexander and on this episode of the podcast i have depressing padres news followed by great cardinals news brought to you by alexi bulwark the cardinals fan himself and atlanta braves fan which ended up working out for the braves today but braves fan slash i think a little bit reds fan still and jake carlson so i don't know i i could say alexi harris is going today but i know how it's going for you man <laughs> Cardinals one game one they beat the Padres. chris paddock throws first pitch strikes that are you know 100 miles an hour i guess but uh still not fast enough so jake how are you doing instead i'll ask that um
1: well the braves won so that was pretty cool And an absolutely atrocious game um, More more so Not even an atrocious game I would say a game that's just not so pleasing to watch uh, 0-0 into the 13th inning Isn't what someone would necessarily call enjoyable If you don't like baseball very much And that's definitely not how you bring in the fans So With the exception of that um, I'm doing well, and Freddie Freeman should still win the MVP. Um, it's not really a discrepancy anymore, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I can't say Machado or Tatis should anymore, right? I can't even say Will Myers is a dark horse. I've got to throw all, of the, all that out the window after game one here.
1: Yeah, but he's not going to win. That's the wild part.
0: Who do you think will win the MVP? Maybe that that's a better question to start off this podcast. If you had to guess, who's going to win the NL MVP? I bet they give it to Tatis. Really? yeah yeah. I mean I know it's only a 60 game season but it was a little bit of a slump I mean
1: I'm just thinking alexi what do you think what I mean
2: yeah yeah I, w- I would not be surprised if it did that because I've seen stupid stuff like that happen before but I actually do think freeman will get it like I think he just had too good of a year that I mean especially in 60 games just the numbers he put up you just can't you can't overlook that and and go for the the flashy, popular pick. You got to go with what actually, you know, produced and, and put up the big numbers. And I think Freeman was definitely the guy.
1: Yeah, I always bring up when uh Giancarlo Stanton won MVP just by hitting home runs. Yeah. Instead That's of Joey good. Votto. Joey Votto hit like 320 that year. Yeah.
2: Yep. they look They're at, like, I, I hate when they do that too, when they just look at, oh, he hit over 50 home runs, let's give it to him.
1: Sick. But yeah, I hope I hope Freddie wins. That's yeah.
0: All right. Well, I
1: I think you will. I, I think I think you
2: will. I, I if I had to bet on it, I'd say Freeman wins it.
0: Um Okay. Okay. I'll I'll take that as a good a good opinion. That sounds like better than mine, especially my predictions so far have been fire <laughs> because uh Chris Paddock <laughs> was super underwhelming to me and the he was my like what like uh not not necessarily like a winner or a loser, but he was my um kind of Man, I had a lot of hope from going into the season and did not work out, guy. So, I don't know. Alexi, you tell me here. All right, you're a Cardinals fan. I think enough people are going to understand that I'm a Padres fan, understand that I'm annoyed and mad about how game one went. Granted, we showed some offense uh, there. Granted, we also left a lot of guys on base. But, Alexi, why don't you lead it off here and how the fifth seed Cardinals did against the fourth seed Padres today and what your thoughts are following game one.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Um, I was a bit worried before the series even started, uh, not knowing, you know, what was going to come from the starting the start pitching from the Padres. So uh, obviously the question marks with Clevenger and Lamette up until, I guess, 12 o'clock in the afternoon uh, today. And then as soon as I heard that, I'm like, OK, we've got a pretty good shot to win the series with, with Paddock going game one because he has had a very, very inconsistent year. And then, you know, following that, I guess, Zach Davis and whoever else they pitched game three. So I loved our experience. I loved that um, we were going to be missing uh, Lamette and Clevenger. The one thing, of of course, I'm always going to worry about is our, our offense. Like our offense was very low ranked all season long. I think we were last in home runs, which is very surprising because there are some terrible teams out there like the Pirates. Uh, the Royals <laughs> and the Tigers and we finished below them apparently in home runs which again is absolutely embarrassing yes the home runs aren't the biggest thing but when you're finishing below those teams it's awful um but yeah I mean going into the series altogether, though um it's the playoffs so anything can happen and when they you know fired off that first inning and scored four runs I couldn't and you can't finish you can't start any better than that um
1: uh yeah, it, actually you can <laughs> remember last year
2: okay that, yeah unless it's the game one uh game five last year against the Braves. true 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 where we what was it 10 runs we scored that inning
1: uh, yeah sure Gosh. i don't yeah, I, I don't even remember at this point
2: <laughs> but uh yeah good point i guess you could start better than, than than a 4-0 lead but uh um i guess game one of the playoffs today there, you couldn't have started better i guess in, in my eyes with with our offense so uh, yeah, Paddock was definitely was definitely missing uh, his, his location. He was throwing him right down the middle. I mean, Goldie just popped one first pitch. Molina had three hits tonight. Uh, Carlson, Dylan Carlson, he's a uh, big up and coming uh, top prospect, not, uh, 21 years old. He looked really good. So, I mean, we've got we wouldn't we even get, have to use our best starter. Jack Flaherty is even slated to go until game three if there even is one. So I mean I'm feeling pretty good to be honest, and and I, I hate to tell you that Calvin, I know you're a big pa- Padres fan, but uh, I promise that you guys will have some good years if if you keep building around the block because you've got some young talent, the pitching's there, and if everyone's healthy, they've they've got a good team. But uh, with 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 Wainwright going tomorrow and then and then Flaherty, it's it's going to be tough for the Padres to come back from this.
0: Yeah, so I always say this, but I'll say a couple of things. Zach Davies being the number two starter for the Padres is not great. We traded for him. He was playing for the Birds earlier on this season, I believe, even. Um, or maybe that was, yeah, this, uh, no, excuse me, last season, I guess. Um, he's, you know, went 7-4 and four on the season for the Padres. His win-loss percentage was 636. His ERA, 2.73. You know, um, started 12 games and ended up with a 7-4 record. So, so, so be it. I... There's not a lot I would take away from that, I guess, because just the Padres' bullpen and everything has been different. And I really like Paddock. I normally really like him until this season. So, yes, his second season in the league, I don't like him as much as his rookie season. His rookie season, I came in with really high expectations, but all right, he'll learn. This this game one start was just... uh I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was horrendous because as Jake's seen before, there, there is a way you can, you know, <laughs> score way too many runs in the first inning as Braves fan. But on the other end of it, like I just really didn't think Paddock would give up four runs in the first. You know, if you give up four runs in the third or the fourth or I don't know, I still wouldn't have been happy about it, clearly. But I knew Paddock's I know Paddock's not Clevenger or Lamette. I just was expecting better, even a little bit better, even a little bit better, I don't think anyone who's a Padres fan at all, or any MLB fan was expecting Paddock to give up four, you know, runs in the first inning, also, Goldschmidt is your offensive guy, you know, I mean, of, of all the guys that are on the Cardinals, like Goldschmidt is the dude, you know, him and Carlson, uh, from today's game at least, but Goldschmidt's the dude you don't give up runs to, and clearly that didn't work out at all, so clearly we pitched right, you know, I mean, he popped one over the wall. So be that as it may, the other takeaways I have is that, hey, the Padres didn't just fall asleep and just go, oh, crap, we lost game one, we still scored four. So that brings me a little bit of optimism. Zach Davies has a lot of experience pitching against the Cardinals in the past because he did play for the Brewers. So I'll take that. And as much as I like try to look forward to you know, game two and all type of stuff. I do think, man, this team is gonna look so weird because if if there's a chance that Lamet and Clevenger can come back in round two, and the Padres scrape by, you know, this in this series, then then we could be we could be amazing. You know, I, I was trying to watch YouTube videos and other stats or whatever for this podcast as we're recording tonight. And a bunch of YouTube reviewers and other stat guys were, hey, my dark horse is the Padres. And they're not even really a dark horse. You know, saying that type of stuff. Like, second best team in the NL. You know, they're doing really good. But they didn't even have their videos and stuff updated to have Clevenger and Lamette out. So that's why they were kind of thinking that. And right now as it stands, I just really wish those two guys were healthy. Even one of those two guys would just make such a big difference. Because, let's see, you're right. Like, the Cardinals' offense doesn't necessarily scare me as a Padres fan. Now, the Cardinals' defense is pretty darn good, and that's what scares me as a Padres fan: is that if our pitching's not there, then we're playing. Then the Cardinals have the perfect team to play against in round one. So it's gonna be a weird bullpen game in game three. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Wear the lucky rally hat. Whatever I need to do to get to game three for the Padres. It's gonna be weird, but. Be that as may, I'm really still—I'm I'm holding out a lot of hope. Like, it's just one game. Anything can happen. It's wild card round, etc. And I would lo- absolutely love and go crazy for a um, NLCS being in Arlington that the Padres are playing in, but their own home stadium is holding the ALD AL— uh, CS with no fans. So the Padres fans have to can't go to their own stadium where a baseball game's being played and they have to go to Texas to see their own team play. And I would just love that storyline as well, too, after it figures out that the you know Arlington's gonna allow fans and spectators in for the um NLCS and for the World Series. So I just think that would be too funny to you know too too dang funny. The Padres go to the World Series for the first time and you know in twenty plus years and the world series is could have been you know the the world series is not in their own ballpark but the a american league championship series was and they couldn't you know they couldn't have any fans for that so those are my thoughts so all together i know it's a little little long
2: one thing i just wanted to add about that really quick um the padres actually did play more of like a um Nervous, first time in the playoffs in so long, kind of kind of game because that is it. Cronenworth, Cronenworth, what's his name?
0: Yeah, Jake Cronenworth.
2: Yeah, Cronenworth. He had two silly base running mistakes where that really really hurt their chances of scoring more runs. Like that one where um he was tagging from second to third and they get the cutoff and got him out of third. That was a huge out. And then that that second time where he was on third base, ground ball to the first baseman. um and, I mean, he was he was stupid to come off the base because, I mean, obviously they're going to go home first play. It was, it was a dribbler to the first baseman. So those two plays really, really hurt the Padres and probably uh, affected if they would have scored even more runs.
0: Definitely. Yeah, so, I mean, they're just looking forward to game two. Also, Jake Cronworth, hey, Michigan guy. So <laughs> I know another Michigan guy here talking right now. So at least uh, right now living in Michigan. I mean, working in Detroit. Remotely in Oklahoma, but still, <laughs> people people know that by now. So, Alexi, what what would your predictions be for Game Two? I mean, are you are you kind of going? You know what? We just had a really good day against Paddock. Or, I mean, I'm assuming you didn't predict this kind of outing from the Cardinals' offense, right?
2: Right. Yeah. No. Coming into this game, like I said, I'm I'm gonna be skeptical with the offense just because of how bad it was all season. Now, obviously, playoffs is a new season. Who knows what could happen and could be better. Um, didn't didn't expect this, but I mean, gotta gotta have the momentum going into game two. And I feel like that's what the Cardinals have right now. Uh, they know they're not facing a top dog that the Padres have, like Lametta Clevenger. They're gonna be facing Zach Davies, who they do have some experience with because he's pitched with the Brewers for a couple of years, so they know who he is. It's not like he's gonna be some new guy uh, trying to adjust and 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 get to uh, know what kind of pitches he throws. So. They do have experience with him, um, with facing him. So I do think that, I mean, they got the momentum. I think, I, think, I don't know. I, I, hate, I hate saying it, but I feel like they're going to they're gonna win tomorrow with Wayne right on the mound, 38 or 39. I don't know how old he is, 38 or 39-year-old. Having like one of the best years of his life. I know it's 60 games, but I mean, I don't know how he's still doing as well. I think he shuts down the Padres and uh, sends them home.
0: Didn't want to hear that. Did not want to hear that at all. <laughs> and, that and I'm sure that's going to
2: be the opposite. I'm sure it's going to we're going to see a game three. But no, that's my prediction for the for the series.
0: My my prediction is the Padres play almost like desperation offense tomorrow, and go out and I wouldn't say it looks silly, but like Machado or Tatis do good, but the rest of the lineup doesn't do that great because Wainwright's not a bad. Pitcher at all, uh granted he's older, but he's not a bad pitcher. And Zach Davies looks okay, looks decent, but the Padres just aren't able to do it on offense because they're getting nervous or whatever it may be. I just I'll probably say it way too many times, but if Lamette or Clevenger were healthy, I would feel so much better because even if one of those two guys is healthy and they're able to pitch in game too, it's like, all right, well, hey, we got that, you know, at least, but, uh, it's just, it, I mean, I think all Padres fans are going to be frustrated, I saw enough, and I'm sure anyone who follows the podcast here on Instagram or Twitter saw me tweet out and Instagram up enough of the Padres hype videos that they made, because it got me really hyped up for this, um, for this playoff run, all type of stuff, and... If Clevenger or LeMet are able to get healthy for the second round, who knows? But it looks like right now that's an uphill battle as it is. And let's say the Padres do win tomorrow. Then we're talking about a bullpen day on, day th- on, you know, on game three, the, on the third game in a row, on the third day in a row. That, to me, is a recipe for disaster for the Padres, just a bullpen day. I mean, maybe Moron or Mooney can help out the Padres and stuff, and yes, yeah, some of the other guys in the bullpen can do really well, but at the same point, I just, I don't want to say I'm with the LXE, because I don't want to ever be, like, pessimistic, I don't want to go, ah, dude, you know, whatever, but, and I especially don't want to do that when you're right, we had a couple mistakes on the base pass with the rookie in Cronworth, and um, still scored four runs, but at the same point, like... It is what it is. You know, this postseason is going to be different than any other postseason because not just because it's, you know, COVID and there's no fans, et cetera, et cetera. But honestly, a lot of it just has to do from the fact that the the two best starting pitchers are out. You know, I mean, if the Cardinals are able to beat the Padres tomorrow and the Cardinals don't even have to pitch their best player, that says a lot about the Padres, really. Jake, do you want to add in any final thoughts? I know you're you're kind of in between here, not a huge fan of either team.
1: Um, I hope the Padres win. Thank you. Thank you. I like it. But but we we already we already kind of knew that us three. Sorry, Alexi.
2: Nope. I understand. There's, <laughs> there's enough Cardinals haters I know, so don't worry. <laughs> it's normal to me at this point.
1: It's It's normal. hard being on top, isn't it?
0: Dude, that's all he's saying. He's I, like I, the best. I said this before we started the podcast, but if I see that stat about how many games Yadier Molina has played in the <laughs> postseason one more freaking time, I'm going to lose it.
2: Oh my goodness, dude,
0: that was a- <laughs> we get it. All right, like you're not, you're like I got it the first four innings. Okay, I didn't need to have it their other five. All right, I get it, Hey, Yadier, Mol- Yadier Molina. Oh my gosh, look at that great play he makes. Toward, you know, going towards his own dugout and grabs, saves the ball. Hey, listen, hey, listen hey, amazing play. Hey, okay, hey. amazing play. All right, but you follow that up with talking about how Yadier Molina deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Not talking about how that Austin Hedges could have made the same play if the Padres hadn't traded him. All right, like let's just you know what, let's keep 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 shouting out Molina. All right, you know what, keep hey, you know what, he's great, he's amazing, he's he, listen, he plays every game it seems. Always catching, etc. Just chill out on the Padres hate for a second, all right? Like ESPN. Look yourselves in the mirror and go. I don't know. Hey, you know what? Like,
1: what are we doing? Can we can we talk about how much it sucks that these games have to be on ESPN? It really does. These 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 two announcers tonight were
2: awful. It was just terrible. The Braves had a rod. Oh, gross.
1: <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> A-Rod. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm sitting there and I have the game on in the background because I'm working and stuff. Um, and I, I just hear A-Rod talking and I'm like, can he, can he just not? Why, why is he here? This sucks. <laughs> because like, Alexi, I know we've, we've had this conversation where you love the, the Cardinals, um, are you guys on Fox are you guys Fox Sports Central? Or, or yeah, something? Fox Sports Midwest, yeah. Okay, Fox Sports Midwest. And we do Fox Sports Southeast and ours are really good. We have Chip Carey. So obviously he's got the lineage and all that stuff. Um and and there, our guys are just really good. And then like all the Braves fans get super disgruntled whenever we have to listen to them on ESPN. Like it it's absolutely mm-hmm. terrible. But yeah, it's it's terrible. Luckily, they're on at 12. So, like, I get to kind of have it on in the background and look up when, when I can and stuff like that. So, that's kind of nice. It's good to have sports on starting at noon and going on for the rest of the day.
2: It, it almost felt, I mean, I know we heard it a lot probably from other people and on, on the broadcast, but it, it almost felt like college basketball, like March Madness with like, yeah. all the games going on, like starting like an hour within or an hour after another. So, that was, that was pretty cool. And and,
0: and I it, it did make me miss like the start of the NBA playoffs for that same reason. You would just flip it on and hey, oh, oh my gosh, all right, Bucks Magic, dude, it off a noon, you know. I do miss that for sure. It's nice to have for MLB.
1: Yeah, um, I'll I'll push into the Braves segment next if we want to. If we all want right. to do
0: that, all right. I'll say I'll say one last thing here. All right. All right, go for so it. So we've so we've got two two of us rooting for the Padres. You know, tomorrow's game. Jake, I think, just wants to see a game three. I want to see the Padres win the series. Alexi, of course, you know, is the Cardinals fan. I almost wish the Padres had matched up against the Marlins, even though the Marlins did win today against the Cubs, just because then Alexi and I wouldn't be butting heads against each other, at least for a uh, Card round. But we can kind of be rooting for both of our teams for a little bit longer and talking more about it. But at the same point, heck, if the uh, Padres lose to the Cardinals, I hope the Cardinals win the World Series. Just beat the Dodgers, please. Good lord, just please beat the Dodgers. Man, so
2: I know how how hard it would be to beat them, and I'm not saying we would, but like of any team, the Dodgers always struggle against us. And I would just love, if, of any year, I would just love to knock them out. Just especially this year with all these guys they have, that Mookie Betts and everyone. I just that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, Betts might win MVP. Honestly, that should be the other guy. Um, but yeah, Jake, take us away here with the pitching duel of a of a world of a game one of the wild card round.
1: All right, so today, um, the Reds and the Braves played at 12 o'clock Eastern Time. Um, we had Max Fried start, who was our number one this year. Um, not planned to be the number one, but he ended up being the number one because uh, Soroka, Mike Soroka, tore his Achilles. Um. Mike Soroka is incredible. I know you guys can both back me up on this. He was a rookie last year, and he just absolutely was lights out. He took us to the playoffs. Um, obviously, he didn't pitch in that Cardinals game when they scored 10 runs in the first inning, but you know he, he helped get us there. Luckily, we have some guy named Max Fried, who is our number two, um, who is 7-0 this year with a 2.25 ERA. Um, not a big strikeout guy, but he, uh, the dude knows how to pitch. He's got a mean curveball, And so we had him against Trevor Bauer for the Reds. Um, do I really need to say much about Trevor Bauer? Everyone kind of knows who Trevor Bauer and everyone knows Trevor Bauer is really good, right?
0: Joe Kelly's number one fan, Trevor Bauer.
1: Yep. Yeah. Joe, Joe Kelly's number one fan, Trevor Bauer. Um, Trevor Bauer actually had 12 strikeouts today. So in 7.2 innings. That's a lot. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> Amazing. So, and he had he had 12 strikeouts and two hits. Um, so that was kind of the pitching matchup today. Um, they ended up going 13 innings. The Reds had 11 hits, and the Braves had six. Um, not exactly a barn burner. It was 0-0 up until the bottom of the 13th, and I believe Acuna got to second. I think it was Acuna. And ended up scoring um, off a Freddie, no, it was Pache. He was pinch running. That's right. Pache was pinch running. And he ended up scoring on a Freddie kind of bloop, oppo, single type deal. Um, Ended up winning 1-0. But lo and behold, pretty happy. Uh, Alexi actually messaged us and said, I'm intrigued to see the Reds pitching against the Braves offense. Well, the Braves offense did not show up at all considering they had 12 strikeouts in 7.2 innings. Um, But they got the win. So to me, that doesn't really matter, uh, because what matters is the next two games, because Luis Castillo is on the mound for the Reds, and Ian Anderson is on the mound for the Braves. Um, Ian Anderson is younger than all of us, um he is a rookie i believe this year yep he was invited to spring training this year so he's three and two with a 1.95 so not bad for a you know 22 year old but Luis castillo is really freaking good um Alexi, you wanna you wanna help me out on this one? Help me out with Luis Castillo. He kinda did he didn't do that great this year, but he, he was really good here a couple years last year and the year before.
2: Yeah, Luis Castillo, he's I, I really liked him, especially when he first came up. <clears throat> excuse me, when he first came up, um, uh, I mean he was filthy. He's he's got so many different pitches that he can just mix in. And that's what really can put batters off balance. Obviously if you have so many pitches to throw. Um, that's gonna that's gonna make him more off balance than if you have one to two pitches. You know what's coming. That's what makes him so filthy. And if he can locate, my gosh, he's got the speed. He's got the off speed. That was and and actually, the last couple weeks he didn't have his best year this year. But his last couple weeks actually was pretty good, wasn't it? Or correct me if I'm wrong. Was wasn't his last like what three oh. or four weeks pretty pretty on point?
1: I mean, they made a playoff run. So um, here well have there, there was him and then oh. Amir, Amir Garrett as well um mm-hmm. Amir Garrett was supposed to be he was supposed to have been good for for a while now um but he he kind of the Bra- or the Reds bullpen was always something that kind of got him. my I, I just remember my dad always like yelling at the TV about how many times they would walk people right uh, and and Amir Garrett was one of those guys that would give up home runs and he would walk people, but it, he's kind of, he's pulled it together this year. And I think he actually, did he get the loss today? I'm not sure if he did or not. I didn't see that one. Um,
2: but I was actually looking up cause I, cause I knew, I know Casillo had a pretty nice, um, end to the season. So here's, here's how we finished so with, um, The last seven games, last seven games, uh, went four and three. I know wins and losses don't really matter too much, but four and three with a 2.68 ERA 43 and two third endings. This is where I'm, this is what I really like about it the most. though.
1: 53
2: strikeouts, 14 walks. I think that's pretty good.
1: Like, which is, uh, he, he, the Reds pitchers are prone to walking people. At mm -hmm. least they have been in the Mm -hmm. back, which is why they would lose so many games is because their pitching was so terrible. Um, but yeah, it, I don't, this, this is where the Braves are really going to have to dig deep because they've got, I mean, the Reds have three guys pitching these first three games that are all household names. Um, Sonny Gray is (laughs) game three. So you've got Ian Anderson, a 22 year old pitching game two. And then if it goes to game three, you've got a 24 year old. Both were called up this year, pitching against Luis Castillo and Sonny Gray. So it's not looking great for the Braves, but what has kept them in games this year is definitely not their pitching. It has been their run support. So that's going to be a – I would recommend tuning into that game tomorrow while, you know, throw it on in the background or something. Yeah,
2: another another 11 a.m. start. So to kick Mm -hmm. off the day, that should be
1: hopefully hopefully
2: some more runs we can see. But uh, I think um, I think the Braves. I mean, they definitely. I'm not going to go into a deep analysis because you know the Braves more than I do. But definitely, if I was looking at it as a baseball fan, like you had you had to get that game one because Max Breed is obviously your best pitcher, and you're going up against Trevor Bauer. Um, if you can steal that game against Bauer, I mean, my gosh, you're you're already in the driver's seat. So all you gotta do is win the, one of the next two, and yeah, you may not have the pitching edge against uh, Castillo and and Gray, but the offense is there. So I think they
1: I think they can get to either one of
2: them and and
1: get a win there for sure. Yeah, and I want to say Freed is also in the Cy Young voting as well this year. Yeah, yeah, he had a, he had a great year. He's he looks really good. So. Uh, well, I want to say him and Bauer,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. I'd say it's like Bauer. Um, I, I think Lamet. They said Lamette should get some votes. I mean, he probably won't win it, but him, Lamette, Freed, and I'd say probably. I feel like they'll give they'll give some votes to Kershaw too, because I mean, he he had a pretty good year. Um, and of course, since he's on the Dodgers, I'm sure there'll be some voters that say, "Oh, he's on the value. He's he's super valuable, or whatever." So.
1: ESPN according to ESPN um, you know so take this with a grain of salt (laughs) they have you Darvish oh I forgot
2: about him yeah yeah he he had a really good year and I I forgot about him I don't know I I feel like at that point if it it was between Bauer and Darvish I'd give it
1: to Bauer and they have Bauer at 7 what 7 that's surprising yeah, he is a one point seven three ERA. Yeah, who the heck, who 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 wrote that? Hey, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> a card, a Cardinals, a Cubs fan, yeah. Cubs fan wrote that. But like, really, how do you even have Trevor
2: Bauer? That like, like that's that's shocking to me. He was filthy. Yeah, like you, like if you're under a two ERA, I mean, obviously. I'm I'm looking at his last seven games. 2.31 ERA. 10 walks to 59 strikeouts. (laughs) I mean, what are we doing here? He's, uh, yeah, 1.73 ERA. Yeah, that's ridiculous.
1: He pitched 73 innings and has 100 Ks. (laughs) Yeah, that's, no. So, yeah. There you go. That's my Braves analysis. If I had to make I know you, I know you want a prediction. If I had to make a prediction, I think the Reds win the next two games. Ooh, wow.
2: Okay. Now, now as a um as a bigger Braves fan than a Reds fan, would you would you be mad? Like cuz you are a Reds fan too, right? Mhm. So would you like how would you feel like if if the Reds won,
1: like what would your like excitement level be? I would be excited, but just after I guess, after all the hype from what we were expecting from the Braves this year, it would just kind of like suck, yeah, but yeah. i I mean, it would be so easy to make excuses for the Braves this year. It really would. I mean, all right. I have to say is, well, our our number one got hurt. That's it, right? And it's yeah. like the the Braves played the winner of the Marlins and the Cubs. That Braves Red Series plays Marlins Cubs, and mm. so I don't know. And and hey, the Marlins are already
2: up one to zero, so it could be the Marlins.
1: Yeah, I hope it's the Marlins. That's hilarious for either but, side. Yeah,
0: you don't want to see the Cubs, or you just don't like the Cubs.
1: Both.
0: I mean, I can get that. I get that, even though it's just a little bit. <sighs> I would I'd rather play the Marlins. I feel as though before the season started, we came out with our predictions and I predicted the Marlins, the I think the Marlins, the Blue Jays, and the Orioles should not make the postseason. And I was right with one of those teams. Which was the most likely to not make the postseason anyways. But they still didn't finish last in their division. Shout out yeah, to the Red so Sox.
1: Somehow somehow the Blue Jays made it.
0: Some of the Blue Jays made it. Marlins were looking like the fifth seed the Padres. We're gonna play for a while and then they, they drop down. One. Um But yeah, I I I I want the Braves to because I like um I'd rather watch the Braves, but that's just me. Bauer's a lot of fun to watch too, but of course he's just you know, he pitches, so it's once every so you know, it's when he can mm-hmm. it's in the rotation. So I'm shopping sure over the offseason. I'm curious to see where Bauer goes over the offseason. That's my that's my kind of big question. So he might stay. Yeah, I think the Reds just re-sign him, re-up him. I, are there a lot of teams
1: that are going to resign his personality.
0: I think there are not a yeah, not a lot. You bring up a good point. I mean, he did pitch incredibly today, and if this is the only if this is the last time we see him, right? Then, yeah, this last time we see him, then I think it's incredible. Um, and then that that matters a little bit differently, too. But yeah, you're right with his personality. I think it's, I mean, I don't know. Who I, I just don't to necessarily. And other, other, I don't sport. see a
1: reason, I don't see a reason for him to leave.
0: Like, yeah, that, if, that's yeah. how
1: I feel because if they're doing this well. Then, I mean, really, like, what do the Reds need? Another bat and probably another starting pitcher, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Not like it's a free de- free agent destination, though.
0: Amir Garrett's not uh, come out looking like he's going to shoot a jumper uh, when he comes out of the bullpen, and just walk calmly onto the field and actually pitch and strikes. That that be the other thing I'd say.
1: Yeah, he played, he committed to play basketball at St. John's. Fun fact.
0: Yeah, well, that's also his fun fact. Also, I don't know if you're watching it that closely, but when he came out of the bullpen today, he also shot a uh, jumper. It looked like he bricked off the front of the rim. I got to say, but <laughs> that and the only reason I say it's because the only reason I say it's because the Braves won. So, all right. Do, I mean, do we want to talk about the. Uh, yeah, you know, the rest of everything going on right now, too. Talk about the Yankees-Indians a little bit. I think we can all just
1: agree that we want the Yankees
0: to lose. Well, okay, for sure, right now. Um, so, the, the one thing is that with the MLB not having any time off at all in between games, that we're talking about the Yankees-Indians lineup and matchup right now. But, yeah, the Yankees are up 5-4 and could win. Excuse me. Could win the series before I even finished editing this podcast. So you know, I didn't put it out. So uh, let's talk a little about the Blue Jays race because we know what happened there. We know the Rays moved on. So Alexi, take it away here. What did you like about the Rays? Yeah, how much did you watch the series? Did you ever think the Blue Jays had a chance?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I didn't really watch the series too much. Um, I just I watched other games that I was more interested in and. I don't know the Rays. The Rays are kind of a boring team to me. I don't I don't know a ton of their. Uh, I mean, I know I know some guys, but like the excitement level just doesn't appeal to me. So, um, looking looking at it though, um, I, I yeah I didn't think the Blue Jays had a chance. I mean, the the Rays pitching is just too good. Blake Snell, Tyler Glasnow, and Charlie Morton is their top three guys, and you know their bullpen is obviously really dirty. Again, don't know many guys in the bullpen, but. They're all just they, – they do what they have to do. They get guys out, and they're just super effective. So, um, coming into the series, I just didn't see uh, the Rangers uh, keeping up with them in terms of pitching. Rain, uh, Blue Jays have a solid little lineup. I mean, it's young. Um, obviously, some some guys that are coming up like Guerrero and Bichette, Biggio, all those guys. So, promising – you're kind of like the Padres in a way, they have some excitement, but they they got to get better at pitching. Like Rayu is their best their best pitcher, and he started today. He got shelled. Yeah, uh, he just had a terrible performance. So yeah, I mean, I would I would say I wasn't expecting anything from the Blue Jays to be honest. Like I said, I think the Rays are just very talented with the pitching, um, solid lineup with a lot of underrated guys, and uh, this should be pretty hard out for the next uh, series as well.
1: I was still confused why Ryu went to the Blue Jays.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure why he went there. That was, uh, I guess I guess the, the Blue Jays were just so desperate that they needed pitching and they gave him the best offer. That's the only thing I can think of.
1: Because, like, really probably the only place where he wasn't going to be someone's number one was in New York or L.A., right?
2: Say it again, you kinda of broke out a bit. Can you say that again?
1: The only place that he wasn't going to be someone's number one was in New York or LA, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I would I would say so. I just thought that was really weird when when it was like Ryu's going to Toronto and I'm like, Alright. Yeah, was
2: <laughs> I was like, okay. I mean, this is not like
1: I don't know. It, yeah, it
2: it didn't really make sense. So
1: but yeah, that series kind of seemed doomed from the start. But so the Yankees came back, huh? That's what that's what we're looking at right now.
0: Yeah, it's five four right now. So be that as it may, and, we could see the Yankees move on, or we could see the Indians uh, live to fight another day. So
1: and then yeah, that's that series. Oh, sorry. You had Jake. You about to say something? Oh, I was just gonna ask how the Astros pulled this off. How what? The Astros pulled this off.
2: Oh, well. You, did you guys see that record of the Twins? Yeah, should feel bad about this,
0: dude. Eighteen. Yeah. So uh, I do feel bad though because the last time that the Twins won a game in the playoffs was two thousand four. Last time the Padres were in the playoffs was 06, so I think they kind of beat us out a little bit on that. I'm going to give them the win <laughs> on that, you know, since they've been in the playoffs definitely more recently. Now, of course, that's one thing I knew going into this postseason, at least that I had thought, was there are only three truths in my life, which is death, taxes, and the Twins losing to the Yankees, but ended up, the Twins lost to what I would say is the even more hated team this year is the Astros, so that's... I mean, sucks for them. I really thought the Twins were going to come in hot and had, you know, a bunch of live bats and all type of stuff, but it did not work out well for them at all. Astros just yeah. got ahead of it. One they, game one, and, you know, today looked dominant again.
2: Yeah, they got screwed yesterday. They, I mean, they, Maeda pitched great. I mean, you know, shut them down for, I don't think it was seven innings or so. And then in that ninth inning, um, I don't know if you saw it, but there's a ground ball to the shortstop, threw it to second, and the guy just completely missed it, left the bases loaded for Houston, and then they just capitalized off that. So that was pretty much the turning point of the series, and that was what led Houston to, to getting that game one win, and then obviously today. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm sad. to hate that Houston is moving on, but I can't imagine being a Twins fan. I mean – 18 straight playoff losses. That that means you literally got swept in every playoff series.
0: <laughs> yeah, since four. So <laughs> I guess the Padres have won a playoff game more recently, even though they haven't been to the playoffs more recently too. Um, yeah, that's that's brutal. Them and the Marlins got be feeling really good about themselves. though. they haven't been to playoffs in a while either, and yet they you know they won a game already. Let's let's um let's talk real quick here about the Brewers Dodgers series and then we'll finish it off with the White Sox A series as well. So I, I don't think either of us is gonna pick any three of us are gonna pick up upsets here and choose the brewers to beat the Dodgers at all. And I just want to make sure I'm kind of speaking for everyone here correctly, though, just to double check. Yeah. I'm not picking
1: the I'm not picking the Brewers.
2: Yeah, as as much as I'd like to see the Brewers win, I can't take that. There's just, yeah, too much, especially with the Brewers' top starter out and then their best bullpen reliever. Yeah, there's, yeah, no way.
0: Do the Brewers have a worse run differential than the Padres by the end of the series? I'd say yes. I think it'll be oh, worse because yeah. the Dodgers I, are just going to so. light, light them up. Yeah, um, I
2: don't even think that's close, yeah.
0: yeah. All right. They
1: might have a worse run differential, than the Padres after one game. Ooh.
0: I like, uh, you yeah, well. well, that's only, that's, yeah, but that's, for sure. you know, what, wait, after one, oh, after one game versus the Padres in the series? I mean, yeah. I mm-hmm. what you mean there. Yeah. Definitely possible for sure. I mean, the Dodgers, like, you can go through their whole lineup. I know the Dodgers lineup way too well for a team that I don't follow. I mean, it's just that's how good they are, really, because that's how I judge it. Is like I, I keep coining myself here as like the passive baseball fan, but that's not true. I watch a lot of baseball. I just should say it, a better way to say it is that I follow one team, one team very closely, and the rest of the league somewhat here and there. So, but I just know that there's just there's just way too many guys to play for the Dodgers that I know. Like I know Max Muncy. Like why that should be the, <laughs> that should be the second name that I know from the Dodgers. You know. But but at the same point, it is. So, all right, let's 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 cap it off here with a little bit of spice, a little bit of some hot takes maybe from Jake or Alexi, and talk about this Oakland A's versus Chicago White Sox series that is now going to a game three. So, Jake, I'll, I'll ask you first. Who do you think wins game three? Um, I
1: want to say the White Sox just because I, I kind of want them to win. Like, that's... And I remember Alexi hyping them up at the beginning of the year. I don't watch a l baseball at all, so it's very hard for me to say, but i would I would probably lean towards the White sox definitely
0: All right, Alexi, what about you? You got white sox or A's. Yeah, I'll ask this because, yeah this is tough
2: because yeah, this is tough because. I I like both teams in a way, and I don't think either team is like has more of an advantage. Like, the White Sox, better offense. A's, obviously, are are not as good offensively, in my opinion. And then the starting pitching, I'd say is pretty even. And then the bullpen, I'd give it to the A's. So, I think it's a very even, similar series. Like, I think if this was a seven-game series, it'd go seven. Um, I really did like the White Sox coming in. To especially the season, I thought they could make a splash again. I didn't think they would do this well, I just thought they would definitely be improved and make a top eight. Um, But looking at this game, for especially for game three, it's tough because I don't think either team will have the starting pitching edge. So I think it's going to come down to the bullpen. And I do think the A's have the better bullpen. So unless the White Sox score like seven runs or you know, just get off to a big lead to start. If it's close, like if it comes down to like, you know, bullpen game, like I said, seven, eighth, ninth inning, I think the A's get it. I think that's what's going to, if that's what it comes down to, I think the A's um, have the stronger bullpen and would, would come on top and, and be, and win the series.
1: All right. I like yeah. it. Yeah. And they haven't even announced their pitchers yet. Neither team has. And yeah. They I was play wondering, at three, I was going to say, play at 3:00 tomorrow. okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if there was like a starting pitcher. Um but I'm I'm gonna and then you is you Darvish is pitching tomorrow for
0: Chicago. So Or oh, for the Cubs? Mm-hmm. Oh okay. Yeah. Well that that's just their second game though, right? So anything can happen. Yeah, I so. guess I guess he's their number two somehow. How is a guy who literally didn't he pitch a perfect game or a no hitter not their number two? I know, I but I actually know the backstory on that. No, I know the answer. To be honest, I know it's just like it's kind of a fluke. But, but still, I like asking it. You know, it's kind of uh, I would say a fun thing to talk about. But I guess if you're a Cubs fan, it's necessarily not because I wouldn't want a bunch of people to talk about it. the Cubs did bad today if I was a Cubs fan. Just the way I don't want to hear about the Padres, I. I think that I, th- I like the A's. I mean, I like that it's a home stadium for them and, yeah, you know, they're able to play um, what seems like preparing a baseball, number two seed. I just, I don't know. Tim Anderson. Is Tim Anderson in this series? Like, is he just completely falling off the face of the earth, though? Because I feel like I haven't heard his name in the whole year. But, but then last year, you know, I heard about all his bat flips. So maybe I'm just um, losing it.
1: I just think they don't like talking about the White Sox. Mm. Because he's batting like 300 or something.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah. And it's probably just a combination of that and me just not following enough of the American League, too. I I mean, so be it. He's
1: batting batting
0: 322. So, pretty
1: darn good. Pretty darn good.
0: Pretty darn good, yeah. Pretty darn good. Well, I'll, I'll go and cap it off here with this last point is why i really liked the padres this year is because there's the dh and historically the padres like always need more offense now this year it proved the padres did not necessarily need always more offense because it seems like i mean i think the padres were the third best offensive team in the league so they came back from the most games you know they they came back in 22 games this year for being down which is the most you know this season as well too of any team so, Pottery's not out of it till it's over. Always like saying that. Always like knowing that. I'm looking forward to game two. And hopefully I get to talk with Lexi about this, at least on Friday. You know, when, <laughs> when uh Lexi, hopefully you and I are playing basketball against each other, checking the scores for game three, is all I can say. So, be that as it may.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. If we got to a game three, may, we may have to actually, like, watch the game. Not, you know play basketball game three 2020 we're without sports we got we got to watch game three if that happens man
0: yeah but i don't know if you know this my 13 year old brother beat me in basketball the other day in the driveway like pretty badly so i gotta i gotta keep playing some more basketball for sure but <laughs> maybe we can just move around the schedule my you know our schedule's a little bit there around the game a little bit so run a court and go play after the game's over or um something we'll figure it out so well lexi and jake thanks as always for joining me here on the latest episode of the cga tour podcast please follow at the cga tour on twitter and instagram for more and if you're ever curious about sponsoring the cga tour podcast please feel free to send me an email at any of the emails i have listed on the website thank you guys and we'll catch you again soon thank you